Welcome back to Too Smart For This. It's me, your host, Alexis Barber, and I'm so excited for today's episode because it's my 25th birthday. Um, I'm actually recording this a week before because I'm starting my little birthday reflections early, but I want to talk a little bit about how transformative this last year has been, and I want to tell you a little bit about what I want to do in my 25th year of life. I mean... This is like kind of a selfish episode, but it's also just sort of like a remembrance and digging deep into what a wild year 24 was and all the cool things I got to do, what I learned from all of them. And I just want to like share that with you and also thank you so much for being such a great audience. I got the Spotify wrapped yesterday and it was so wonderful to see how many of you joined us this year. How many of uh, you, like, there's hundreds of you guys where I'm your top podcast. Like, that's insane to me. And I just want to thank you for riding with me, for being with me through such a tough mental time where you guys still tuned in every week and listened, even when I was not consistent because I was on the floor crying most of the time. So I just want to say thank you. And let's get into this episode. I think I want to start off by sharing, like, the biggest lessons that I've learned this past year. And then I wanna jump into my goals for 25 because I feel like it'd be fun to share that with you all. We're in a time where we're thinking about 2024, so yeah. Um, But I just wanted to start by saying I'm so grateful for you. Like, I can't even put it into words. So thank you for being here for me. Thank you for being a part of my life and thank you for helping to give me such a beautiful life because it means a lot to me. And with that, I just like randomly wrote out a ton of shit that I learned this year and I'm just gonna dive into it because that's how I do it over here. The first thing is, and I think this was pretty clear from a couple of episodes that you guys have been listening to, you have to put yourself first. And this is so funny because I believe when I started this podcast almost three years ago now, I really thought I was putting myself first. I thought I was like, uh, I'm done with external validation, like all this stuff. But it turns out I think this is a life lesson that has really had to continually be taught to me where I often, and it's a survival mechanism I learned because I grew up in such a chaotic and like unstable environment, I always am trying to appease people around me. And that doesn't mean that I'm not being myself. It doesn't mean that I'm not honest. It means that like I default to making sure everybody think feels like I'm being nice to them instead of actually thinking about what I want. And that was happening in my relationships, that was happening in my like life at large. And I feel like the decision to wait, to ask myself, wait, like, does this align with what I want? What do I actually want here? And am I getting it or not? And then making the decision to change things in my life because of that was so major for me and it was something that I didn't even realize was like a form of people pleasing. It was a form of getting external validation because I was still doing things for other people to feel okay instead when they genuinely were hurting me and not what I wanted. So that first example of like getting that birth control removed, big deal for me. The second example of ending my relationship, big deal for me because as much as there was amazing things in it, there were things that were like, if, if, I am going to be in a relationship, this is what I want, and I'm not getting it here, so I'm gonna end this. And that was hard to do, but it had to be done, you know what I'm saying? So my biggest thing is 
that is going to be such a major thing when you do that because the world opens up and amazing things start happening for you when you show the universe that you are ready to put yourself first. And that is something that no one can take away from you. And I really feel like I learned that this year because as much as I was like, oh, I don't care what people think about me like over the past few years, genuinely now it's like I care more about how I feel and more about my happiness, opportunities, and peace than what other people think of me. And it doesn't mean I don't care what other people think of me. It just means I care about my peace way more. And that's something that I didn't really realize was possible for me. So I'm really happy that I learned that lesson. But like I said, I'm still learning it every day. Every day, girl, because we can talk about this if I talk about dating more, but like with guys right now, for example, like I have to be so discerning because it's like, oh, if this guy likes me, I'm like, oh, cool, like we should go on a date. Like I give them so much benefit of the doubt even when they don't meet any of my boxes, you know what I mean? So I have to, it's still something I'm learning, but it's my biggest lesson of the year and I'm consciously trying to apply it to my life by doing the things that I want to do for me and not for someone else. <laughs> Next one is it's never going to be balanced. Um, I think that like I've been like operating in this world where I for some reason thought that like one day I would have a great routine and my life would be very like clear and like I would be able to see the next five years clearly and I think when I was in a relationship and I had like a timeline for like getting married I feel like that made it so where I could see my life played out really well in my mind even though like it would definitely not actually happen like it was gonna happen in my mind you know. But now what I've learned is like, it's never going to be balanced. So you have to have a daily and weekly routine that genuinely like reflects the fact that things are going to change all the time. And you have to be okay when shit doesn't go the way you're planning on it going. And that's been helpful for me because like that flexibility with my mindset has really allowed me to embrace the unexpected. And the unexpected is often the most fun thing out there. You know what I mean? Like I personally have the most fun when I wasn't planning on going out that night, but I did anyway. Or when I randomly ma made a new friend in a new place when I wasn't like intentionally like trying to go make friends. I think that recognizing that it's never going to be balanced, but that the unexpected is where beauty happens is such a beautiful lesson. And obviously at business school, things change all the time with content creation, my life changes so much like people will ask me oh Alexis what are you doing this summer and I'm like I couldn't tell you I don't know like I now plan my life like in in like the next month because I'm in a place where things change so rapidly and opportunities come up so randomly how could I know and like I am embracing living in that and that's tough because I used to be someone who like I said I had everything planned out till the day I died and it's not like that anymore. And it doesn't have to be like that anymore. And it's okay to be in a state of limbo where you don't know what's gonna happen, but that's also the most beautiful state because, oh my God, like there's so many opportunities. The world is huge. Everything is possible and it's amazing. So I wanna stay in that state of remembering that like there's more out there for you than you could have ever imagined. So do not play small and embrace the unexpected and embrace the fact that it's never going to be balanced. It's life, you know? Number three is that no one's going to come and save you. And 
I don't feel like I ever like necessarily believed that no one was gonna come and save me, that I was gonna be like rescued. Like I never like had that sort of like princess mindset of like, oh yeah, like someone's gonna hand my success to me. I didn't. But I have a lot of people in my life who have that mindset where they just think someday a switch is gonna go off and things are going to, or they're gonna marry someone who's gonna give them everything they ever desired, or someone's gonna randomly, like they're gonna win the lottery or something like that. Like I have people in my life who feel like that. And then I also can notice like in myself thinking, oh, one day everything's gonna be okay. Or, or the, it'll be, an, it, it'll all happen at some point, like whatever. And I don't have to work for it because whatever. And that mindset is kind of like a victim mindset where you don't see that your power is within you. And it's really just been bothering me recently because I've been seeing it in some of my friends and my family members where they just think like, oh, it'll happen somehow. And I do believe that opportunities and things will happen for me somehow. But I also believe in discipline and I also believe in hard work and I also believe that you have to be creating opportunities for yourself, not someone's gonna come save you. Like, I've never had the mindset like, oh, I'm just gonna marry somebody and like, I'll have everything given to me. Like, I just don't align with that and I don't think you should either. And I think it's something we do subconsciously where we think like, oh, like, whatever, like, I'm not gonna worry about this because, you know, whatever, something's gonna happen for me long term and, or like, I'm gonna be rescued, or I just can't wait, or like you're like dreaming about someone coming in and sweeping you off your feet and rescuing you. And that's just not gonna happen. And I think it's because we're putting our power outside of ourselves instead of really looking inward and knowing like, wait, I can do this myself. We sell ourselves so short. Everything you wanna do wants you to, and you are the only person who can make it happen. So don't expect somebody else to come in and give it to you. Don't expect like, a random deal, like for example, like if you are a recording artist or something and you're expecting like once you get a record deal, everything's gonna be fine. That's not true. You have so much work you have to do after that. The record deal might even be bad for you. It might not be good for you. So don't expect like these big opportunities or moments in your life, like getting the dream job or meeting the dream guy to be the thing that's gonna make you happy and rescue you. You are the only person who can do that. And when you put your worth in somebody else, you are not going to feel fulfilled at the end of the day. You never will. And I mean, I learned that when I got my dream job at Google and I hated it. I learned that when, I mean, I got into all these schools and got all these accolades and, I'm, and I still didn't feel happy with myself. Like the, the external stuff's never gonna make you happy. So don't expect somebody to save you because even if they did, it really wouldn't be what you think it's gonna be. Number four, failure and feeling your emotions is a good thing, not a bad thing. So I used to fear failure so much. Like when it came to perfectionism, I would be like, oh my God, like I can't let anyone see me fail. I can't let anyone see me do something wrong. And now I've just sort of like embraced the fact that failure and heartbreak and those low moments, those are the only time you're really growing. You know what I mean? And like you can really tap into those like tough emotions and grow something so beautiful out of them. You cannot have peaks without valleys. And so I think that I, even though I've gone through tough times this year, something that I've felt so, I felt a sense of calm throughout all of that because I know that something better is coming and I know I'm growing. I feel the most myself when I'm growing, when I know something beautiful is happening or when I can see progress within myself and that's when I feel most fulfilled. So I think it's important for us to, instead of constantly trying to avoid failure, like I used to like constantly trying to avoid, you know, 
looking bad in front of people or avoid appearing like you don't know what you're talking about. Instead of that, try. Try something. And you'll learn from that and it'll feel good when the next time you do it, you do it well. I think if you're not failing or if you haven't had a moment in this past year where you've been like, damn, like I wish I did better with that or I wish this per like I wish something this turned out differently. That is only data. See failure as data. It's only data for you to know what you want in the future and for you to grow out of it. And if you look at it as something like it defining you or messing with your worth, then at that point you're looking at it wrong. Because if you see like, oh, a guy dumps you or doesn't text you back and you see that as something wrong with you and that you don't deserve love or something like that, that's a victim mindset. And that's a mindset that is not going to help you grow. You see someone, if someone doesn't want you or you face any sort of rejection or you face some sort of failure, you have to see that as the best thing that could possibly happen to you and want to grow from it. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there and you're not going to go anywhere and you're going to be stuck in that negative headspace forever. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. So for me, I when I faced failure or when I did things wrong or when I fucked up this year, it hurt and I let myself feel that pain and remind myself this pain is here for a reason. I am now going to step it up in a different way. And the only way you can do that, it goes into my next point, which is number five, which is you have to own your shit. You have to own your shit. And I personally feel like I do a really good job of when I fuck up, I will always admit when I fuck up. And this is something my mom, I think, really just instilled in me because she was always like, a real apology is never, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. A real apology is, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings and what can I do to make it up to you and I will not repeat this behavior again. Because if you repeat the behavior after you fuck up, you didn't learn from it and you aren't really sorry. And so for me, especially this year when, I mean, I went through a breakup, like I, I'm not the, he wasn't the only person doing things wrong in the relationship, Like I have to own the shit that I did. I, when it comes to friendship breakups, I have to own the shit that I do. When it comes to just like making mistakes or not being consistent or not showing up for myself, like that shit, you just have to be honest with yourself. It is so much more freeing. Like honestly, I beg you to try it if you're not someone who likes to own your shit. I beg you to try it out and think to yourself like, wait, did I do something wrong here? Let me just own that. And it's so much more freeing because you don't feel that overwhelming sense of like trying to find someone else to blame. I don't, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't blame other people for the shit that's wrong with me or I don't blame other people for the shit I go through. I own it and I'm like, this is, this. it's because of me. And honestly, I could have done better in that situation and I'm sorry I didn't. And it feels so much better because you're not, making excuses and people like when I hate when people make excuses it's stupid and like I don't I feel like because I've been through so much I'll be around these people who are making excuses because of like random shit and I'm like listen clearly nobody here has been through some shit just admit that you messed up and I will respect you so much more and that's the same with you once you admit to yourself that you messed up and you change your ways you're gonna respect yourself way more instead of trying to be like like when it comes to like maybe like health and fitness, you're not good at going to the gym and stuff like that. Just admit it to yourself. Yeah, like I suck at that. I'm not good at it. So if I did want to be good at it, this is what I would do. And this is how I'm going to change that. So those are things that like I feel like as you become an adult, I feel like as I'm becoming 25, it's like there's no more excuses. Like I'm a grown woman. There's no like I can't be like, oh, well, I was no, you're 25 years old. There's no excuses. But that doesn't mean you're not going to fail. Doesn't mean you're not going to mess up. Doesn't mean you're not going to 
do some shit wrong, the best thing you can do is own your shit and own that you might have fucked up. And so that's something I really want to continue to take with me, but it's something I'm really proud of myself for doing over this past year. Like, I, when I was mean to people, I apologized to them and I was honest about it. When I didn't do something on time or I messed up, I was honest about it and I apologized for it. I didn't try to make excuses. I said, hey, sorry, I, I was in a tough place. I'm sorry that this didn't happen. Or I'm sorry that I said this and I won't do it again. And that's what matters. That's what matters. Own your shit and grow from it. Embrace failure, embrace heartbreak, because you're growing, but you have to own it and move on. The other part of that is that you gotta figure out what matters to you and focus on that. Some things are not your problems to solve. Most things are not your problems to solve. You need to focus on your life and what matters to you and not anybody else's. And this has been helpful because this year, I don't think I felt any sense of jealousy or envy of people, which I think is like a new thing for me because I think I, an older version of me probably would have like looked at other people's successes and felt like angry that I didn't have them. And this version of me is really only focused on like my stuff and I really see tunnel vision for how I wanna build my life and I don't feel a sense or a need to compare to anybody else because I think I have this fundamental belief now that everything I want is, I'm the only person who wants exactly what I want. I think I used to feel like this scarcity mindset that like I couldn't have everything I wanted because there was everybody wanted what I wanted or everybody wants what I want. So of course, like I'm not going to get it because everybody's going after this small amount of things that only one of us can get. But in reality, that's not true. Have you ever met someone who has the exact same life plan as you or the exact same dreams as you? No, no, you're different. And there's going to be different things that you want and you can have all of them but they're yours and there's enough space for all of us to reach our dreams because like I said, we wouldn't have our dreams if they, if they didn't have us too. So I don't feel a sense of comparison or anger when other people get great things anymore because I know that that's their journey and that mine is gonna come at its own time. And I think that leads me to my last big lesson of 24 is that I have to trust my timing. I remember when I started off as a content creator and I was super, super frustrated because I felt like other people were growing faster than me. And I had this like victim mindset of, oh, it's because I'm black. I'm not going to be able to like get to that mindset. And that became true because I believed it, not because it was necessarily true. And I started self-sabotaging and not being consistent or not being a good, the best content creator I could be or making excuses for myself because I felt like I was putting myself in this victim mindset. That's not true anymore. I know I could have everything I wanted with content. I just have to decide that I genuinely want it and to go after it. And that's what matters here. It's not about like who has it or who else has it or who else has these opportunities. Miracles, changes, life happens every single day, all the time. There is no need for me to be sitting here and be like, oh, well, this person got it. Uh, I'm no longer gonna be able to have all my dreams come true. No, like if you have that mindset, Nothing will happen because you're going to make that happen, not because of the universe or the opportunities that are out there. There's so much abundance in this world and we cannot keep putting ourselves in boxes because we're scared or self-sabotaging because we're scared. It's not worth it anymore, okay? So when it comes to trusting your timing, I've found that looking backwards is what helps me the most with this because 
every time I've failed at something, every time something hasn't gone well that I really wanted it to work, one, I always had a gut instinct beforehand. I always did and I would ignore it. And two, it's always been for the best. I've always learned something new. I've always felt excited about the opportunities that come afterwards. And I've always, God has always shown up for me and he's always shown up for you. And so that's something that I wanna remind you to take with you for your life. If you're younger than me, if you're older than me, it's all about your timing. And if you're looking at other people, just remember that they have different goals and they have different dreams and they've been through different stuff than you have. And if they're getting it faster, if they're getting it in a different way, it's not because they're better or worse or whatever. It's because your time is coming when you are going to get the most perfect example or a dream that you wanted and it's going to happen for you then but it doesn't have to happen in the same way as somebody else's now like it's great to look at other people as sources of inspiration or expanders or belief that you can do something but you don't have to have the exact same path as somebody because your path is uniquely designed for you if you got everything you wanted tomorrow you wouldn't be able to handle it so you have to remember this is a journey and that this is all happening for a reason and i genuinely believe that because i feel like this year even when bad shit happened like when my breakup went down like when all of that happened like it was painful and messy in the moment and i was so angry and it all happened exactly how it needed to for me to get to where I am now. And I'm grateful for it because even when shit's been tough this year, I've been, I've been able to maintain a sense of gratitude and respect for myself. And that means so much to me. So I'm really happy with that. So those are my big lessons from 24. I'm sure there's more, but you guys were with me through everything that I was learning. So you can go back and listen, I guess. Now I want to chat about my goals for 25. And like I said, I just have this overwhelming sense that no more excuses, honestly, of like, I'm 25. I, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like, I'm a grown woman and I want to have fun. Number one, like I feel like so much life can be focused on like self-improvement and like growing and stuff like that. But at its core, I want to have so much fun in the rest of my 20s. And I want to have such a cool life. I don't want to be focused on like, finding a man or getting married or becoming super successful. Like all those things are like goals for me too. My number one goal for the rest of my twenties and for 25 is to have fun and enjoy life. Like we only get to live here once. We only get to have experiences once. And I get to have some of the most unique and niche experiences in the world. And I want to be present and enjoy them 100%. And the other thing is I want to be the woman that I dreamed the nine-year-old version of me dreamed of being. And that is a girl who has fun, who's having like the time of her life, who gets to travel, who gets to go out, who gets to dress in like beautiful outfits and feel amazing and feel beautiful. And that's what I wanna, I wanna embody that ethos. The other part of it is that I wanna show up for myself and build that self-confidence and that self-love in a way that I've struggled to do in the past because I've been very concerned about making sure everyone else around me feels comfortable and is okay. I don't want to be compromising any of my personal habits, chores, duties, life for the sake of someone else's comfort. So for example, if, if it means like saying no and canceling plans because I need a night to myself, I did that last night, I don't feel bad about it. When it comes to guys, if you have an, any inkling of you're making me concerned or 
not sure if you like me, whatever, you're done. You don't have, I, I just don't have it, you know? When it comes to friendships, if you're making me uncomfortable, if you're upset, if I don't like you, you're done. Like, I will not be compromising my happiness or comfort for you. It's just not gonna happen. So I don't wanna shrink myself anymore. I think I shrunk myself for so much of my life and then I sort of had this coming out of it in 2020. And then again, again, like there's been these little like growth moments for me. But I really don't want to shrink myself anymore at 25. Like I am amazing and everything. And I have so much like self-love and confidence right now. And I just want to take that and run with it and not feel a sense of like needing to conform in a room. Um, I saw this thing on Pinterest that was like, when you enter a room, you shouldn't adjust to what's going on in there. You should be the woman who is the room adjusts to you. And because you're influential and you have that like confidence spark. And that's how I want to really like lead my life instead of like, how can I make everyone in here feel comfortable? I want to be just super secure in myself and only be in rooms that I'm excited to be in. The other part of it is kind of like superficial. You know, I'm a superficial material girl. You know who I am. And I just want to like really focus on like looking the best I've ever looked um, and being someone who is investing in my like appearance and my health long term because I want to look like this for the rest of my life like I want to look great and so I want to invest in my skincare I'm someone who's like kind of lazy with my skincare and my body care and stuff I don't always do it all so that's something like I'm getting inspired by is seeing other people like with the gua shaing every day and with the like pilates and the workouts and stuff like that's something I really do want to like focus on more so beauty and superficial stuff still means a lot to me and it's super fun for me like as a woman so that type of thing is also something I want to focus on the other kind of superficial but important part is money and I want to really be in my bag this year. I had such a great Q4 when it comes to content creation. Like I've had a really amazing, amazing quarter and I want to take that and I want to really build out my systems and my team in 2024 that are really gonna help me get to the next level. I feel like I'm laying a really good foundation right now and I want to really build that. So in a year, when I turn 26, we can look back on this and we can see, Alexis, what did you do? Did you make your goals happen? Whatever, whatever. Like I said, everything changes so quickly in my life that I'm sure my goals and visions will change later. But I feel really safe and secure and positive about where I am right now. And I feel empowered with all these mental tools that I've developed in 24. And I hope that you will take these. You'll probably have to learn them for yourself, I guess. Sucks. I promise. I wish I could learn this from other people too. But in 2024, we're up. We're up. There's no excuses. I'm showing up for myself. I'm showing up for you. And we're going to have an incredible life that's really just something only we only could have dreamed of. I'm dreaming big. I'm not allowing myself to dream small in 2024 because more shit that happened for me this year than I could have imagined. So let's just, let's just fucking go. You know what I mean? So I hope you guys loved this episode. If you did, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all the things. Send me a DM if you did. I love hearing your DMs. Like it's actually my favorite thing when you're like, I just listened to the episode, these are my thoughts. That's my shit. So please do that. And follow me on TikTok because I'm doing 12 days of giveaways in December of all my favorite things um, while I'm doing Vlogmas over there. And make sure you're rating this podcast and share it with your friends so that we can have an even bigger 2024. 
And with that being said, don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. I'll see you next week.